Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, this is Man Baggage and part two of a discussion about decision and indecision. How decisive should we be? When does decisiveness become recklessness? When does indecision become bellend? I'm joined by Anton Daniluk and Leila Annalee. Is that sort of a rebranding the failure, isn't it? That's clever marketing. It's, I mean, there's so many things we try, don't like, but go back and try again. I mean, I could think of so many, several girlfriends, for example. Stand-up comedy. But then we could argue that then if the topic was time, that's more time-consuming than taking the time initially to be a little bit more decisive. So, if that's, so you could argue that as well. So you've got to weigh up your pros and cons. Balance your risks as long as you end up not doing it at all. Yeah, yeah, of course, exactly. Another quick Sorry. one, then we'll move on to restaurants. This really is testing your decisiveness. No tricks this time. I know you've talked about food a lot already, Anson. I think I know how we're going to answer here. But what are you like in a restaurant? Let's go with, let's go with this. Four starters, four main courses, four desserts. So it's not overwhelming. Are you still the person, Anton, going, just give me a few more minutes, just a couple more minutes. Can you come back in a couple of minutes? Just give me a couple of minutes. Or are you like, boom, prawn cocktail, boom, steak, boom, tiramisu, done. Right, so this really depends. You've got two types of Antons here, right? You've got Anton that's on a diet (laughs) and Anton that's not on a diet. So when I'm on a diet, I'm very decisive. I'm like, right, I can only have this because of this, this, and this. That's fine. Boom, 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 boom. Easy. When I'm not on a diet, I know I'm not on a diet. So it's like, oh, I like that because I like that. Oh, but wait, if I have that, I really like that. But I like that as well, so what will I have? So I just usually end up ordering it all, to be honest, Russell, and end up in a food coma, but... That's that is personally. no metaphor for life. I, I don't know what is. What about yeah, you, yeah. Layla? You're out, you're out for dinner. There's a 444. I have, an, I have a terrible controlling nature, um, and I end up going, oh, I want this. Why don't you get that? Because if you get that and so, I get oh, this, I that. we can both share both. Do you know what I mean? And I end up having, making sure I everyone orders what I want. Would that affect your decision? So do you hate it if, if, if you're out with, because this really winds Lindsay up. So Lindsay will also say she'll want the steak and then I'll want to order the same just to be the same as her, which I think is really sweet because I want us to eat the same things at the same time. But she's like, Nia, get something different so we can try different food. What's wrong with you? Yeah. So I sometimes use what choices other people have made to influence my decisions. Is that fair? Otherwise you get FOMO, right? Like the proper fear of missing out. Yeah. I often order something and then... FOMO is bad, isn't it? I often order something and then I'm looking at my friend's plate going, God damn it, I wish I'd ordered that. But I'm still quick with my decision on ordering. This is exactly what we're talking about. This the grass is, amazing, is right? always greener. The yeah. grass is always greener, guys. And that's one of the carbs you can eat when you're fasting, isn't it, grass? Yeah, literally, <laughs> that's it. And that's st- only, in a bu- only in a little bit as well. <laughs> um, so, 
let's finish off by talking about relationships because this really is where we come to the uh, the front line of the battle of decisiveness. There is a lot of evidence, um, circumstantial, as well as it's been studied, that we're attracted to opposites again and again and again. Not always. Lots of couples have two of the same. Lots. But many of us seem to go to love or relationships to fill in the gaps we don't have, which is good, really, because you may like to make a successful pairing because you can solve everything. Does that mean that for someone like me who's a bit slower to make a decision sometimes that a decisive person is more attractive? I quite like, you know, when I'm in a hotel and it's like, oh, do you want to do this? Shall we have the the, the sea-facing room? Shall I'm like, oh, God, Lindsay, deal with it. Shall I, this is what we're doing. We're doing this, this and this. Boom, Russell, take the bags up. Fucking done. Um, is it an attractive quality to you, Anton? A, dis- a, a really, like, red card, quick, dis- I mean, red, dis- what I call a red person. Someone's like, we're doing this. Bang, bang, minimum words in an email. Yes, please. That type of decisiveness in a female. Yeah. Personally, I like that, but I think that's because I've been brought up with a mother that's that's exactly like that. And I see the way that my mum's um, runs the fact she's like the business person. She she cooks the dinner, she does everything. And if someone's not going to match the sort of the way my mum is, <laughs> then they're just not good enough for me. You know, they're, they're down to the bum shaving, Russell. Down to the bum shaving. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I need a, by present- I need a decisive person in my life. <laughs> I'm presenting the buttocks for the royal shaving each evening. Um, yeah, so, exactly. Layla, is it? Have you ever dated a, a guy who's sort of really indecisive, and it's been an issue, or has it not been an issue because you're like, "Don't worry, babe, I got this." Or would it would it really be an issue if it's like, "Okay, I can't decide. I don't know, St. Lucia, or, or go to Spain. Oh, I can't, I can't." You know, would that be an issue? Do you know what? It's interesting. I only find out later on in relationships because early on, I am so decisive that I don't even notice whether they've been indecisive or not. I've made the decision and we've gone. Do you know what I mean? And then later on, I go, oh, hang on a minute. I've made all the decisions in this relationship. And that's when I (laughs) realise later on in the relationship, this person's really slow or whatever. Like, um, I think I've either dated people who are so patient that they allow me. So they're fine with that. But also I find it inspiring. Like I want to be decisive and I like being around decisive uh, people who are sort of know exactly where they want to go and what they want to do. I find it inspiring. So in the sense of like, do we try and match up with people have that? Yeah. But so what because about like... I like that? I am matched with that. But then it's harder too. So. Yes, but Layla, what then about I'm dating someone who's decisive and we have different decisions? That's what I'm we're... saying. There's surely there's yeah. there's more conflict. So if there's two if there's two things yeah. to decide and you've both been decisive in the opposite direction, well, what happens then? Do we see yeah. the Brazilian fury show potentially. itself? Potentially, <laughs> potentially, then it gets difficult. But also that's when that you know you can argue that two heads that's are better true. than one and the stronger thing. Like I'm not. I'm not decisive in what I want because I want it. You know, stubbornness is, doesn't exist. It's it's a decisive because yeah. I want to get the yeah. best option. And if we're both going to argue with an aim of getting to the best option, I'm happy to change my mind. Like, I want the best option. So two decisive people, I think, can get to somewhere more powerful than an indecisive and decisive. In fact, yeah. I feel like I carry too much responsibility if I'm making all the decisions. I'd like to argue and find the best option. Yeah. Anton, I mean, you obviously... I want to talk about decisiveness in love and relationships. I mean, you took part in a in a show that is based on sure. making very quick decisions yeah. about who you're going to couple up with, and often yeah. you will get it on with the per. Is that the weirdest yeah. romantic decision yeah. you've ever had to make? And it's one of the few places we actually see men getting to decide as well, because if you think about the dating well, game, mostly uh, the woman decides. You go up to a girl in a bar, or you send a message on Twitter, and she either says "fuck off" or "don't fuck off." I mean, that's my experience. Well, apart from a lot more fuck offs. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, I've, got, I've got the fuck offs as well, Russell. I just had to. Take I know. Left. That's what happened to me in Love Island. I just I took so many pies in that place. I swear. 
Uh, yeah. You see, women, women are just as decisive. Yeah, I mean, look, I found the hardest bit about that was more so making the decisions to p- people to leave because you knew that you were affecting their whole life by making that one decision. You were a bit effectively affecting mm. someone's life. I mean, yep. I, I don't mean that to sound so dramatic, but Love Island's such a big show now that you're affecting whether someone has a career after the show or someone doesn't. And I found that very difficult. I looked at it more from that point rather than a relationship point because let's face it, the success rate on Love Island's relationships is, is very, very small. Yes. So, but what about this di- making decisions when dating? So pre-Love Island, you would have just been yeah. a, regular mor- yes. a regular mortal. I realise things change once you've been on the telly and your DMs start filling up like a yo sushi of ladies. Uh, I'll have purple plate, 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 and a white plate, please. No, but but before that, you would have just been a mere mortal like I was before I did stand-up and went on telly. And I don't think I ever made a decision in my whole mating life. There was, I don't think a girl ever approached me and was like, do you want to date me or not? I mean, it was literally just me going, please, 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 to girls in a row. And, and hopefully <laughs> one of them decided to say yes. That is a very male experience. I don't think it's sexist to say that. Would you agree, Anton? Yeah, I think I think that the women usually, I mean, if a guy goes out, like literally they're going out usually on the, the pool, we call it in Scotland. So you're going out to try and get a girl or whatever. Yep, and it is same. a girl that's going to make the decision. It's very rare that a girl's just going about trying to chat up a guy. So yeah, I think you're you're totally right there, Russell, that it is usually in that circumstance the girl's decision. But it's important to note it because I think the seeds of a lot of toxic masculinity and what what's called an incel, I don't know if you're familiar with this term, it's guys that, that try to pull but can't, involuntary celibate males. And these are the sort of angry dudes on Twitter that post misogynistic hateful things and sort of hate women a bit because they can't pull them and it there is something profound that we live in 2021 post-feminist everyone equal and yet men are still standing there cradling boners saying please it feels like something from a neanderthal era i mean what's going on there layla will it ever change you know i wonder how much dating apps have changed this because you know we are empowering women a little bit more like you're saying they always had the decision the choice because like men are going up to them Um, But it seems like that's shifting a little bit as well, because obviously with Instagram, I don't have the choice when I get sent dick pics and DMs. That's not a choice. Do you know what I mean? No. You're just getting them. Like, and it's, you, men, there's a machismo. Yeah. Sorry, but yeah, exactly. Sorry. (laughs) We thought if we, we we thought if we, we thought thought if we approached at the same time, it might be a more powerful tactic. Just before we do the podcast. Yeah, we we thought that'd be a good... (laughs) Yeah, we thought that would break the ice before you came out. I mean, uh, uh, admittedly, Anton, mine has to be viewed landscape just for sheer (laughs) geography. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, but later, you don't have a choice to to receive it, but you've got a choice whether you respond to that message, message, right? I mean, I've... Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been doing this a, a long time, like TV, stand up, been in the public eye, and I could probably count on one hand, probably my right hand, the amount of boobs and private parts I've been sent. It just doesn't happen. That's a lie. Annoyingly, That's that a would lie, be Russell. quite a nice start to the day, just a gallery of Fanny to wake up to. But it doesn't happen. Russell, that's <laughs> yeah. a lie. I disagree, Russell. I've had that completely different experience since <laughs> I've on, came into. Hold on, hold on, Anton. Anton, please tell. There's lots of men are turning up their listening devices right now. What has been your experience? 
yeah, when you come out of Love Island, that is pretty much ninety nine percent of your um, requests. So yeah, if you do, well, you get sent up that Russell. Gordon you set, get sent boobs and and twi- oh, yeah, and twinkles. Yeah. Not so much now. <laughs> not not so much now. I'm very I'm more I'm more irrelevant now. But when I first came out of Love Island, the amount I was that's getting interesting, was unbelievable. Couldn't believe it. Shocking, no, there's a, there's a purity Shocking. to it, though, isn't Shocking. there? I mean, uh, look at him—he's shocked. No, no. Uh, the part of me wants to go. It, it, Shocking. It's disgusting that being pe- people are sent unsolicited genital pics is disgusting. But other part of me thinks there's no bullshit there, is there? Yeah. If a girl sends me a, a picture, and goes, "Don't look at my profile. Here's my minge. Yes or no?" I mean, it's quite clear what's on her mind. <laughs> that has never worked in the Quite history of ever. Very decisive. Yeah, it's not right. It's not right. How about, hey, what's your name? No, Hi, how are you true. doing? Do you know what I mean? We don't yeah, smash someone in a nightclub. Afterwards. Like, chill. Afterwards. I think a hey, what's your name yeah. tattoo <laughs> on your pudendum yeah. works quite nicely. Um, so, but you, but going back to the original question, Layla, there is something uncomfortable here we need to discuss about the fact that that doesn't seem to really be changing. You're saying dating apps have changed it a bit, but ultimately, when we all get chucked out into the nightclubs later this year, which we will, it's going to be a 99% male approaching female approach. We'll be straight back to square one. Where is feminism releasing women to go, I'm going dick hunting tonight, I'm approaching the men? Why is it not happening? <laughs> oh, why is it not happening? That's a big question. I mean, that's a whole podcast in itself but i think you know societal wise there's a decision that women should be making about there's also a little bit of like a pomp about it in the sense that we want to feel like we're chased right women are like too good to go up to the man you know that we have that with engagement don't we like women engage uh, proposing to a man that's not meant to happen but that's slightly changing as well so i think yes like going go ahead sorry yeah i was going to say on that topic though we still live in a a era somehow even with all this going on that if men go out and they pull or they sleep with a woman in the first night they're this legend and they're classified as the king whereas if a woman does that they're still classified as maybe a slut i don't like to use that word but that's the case that's unfortunately the society we live in and it shouldn't be that way if a girl wants a bit of dick go on girl you take it i cannot encourage that i cannot second that enough from Anton if that becomes a white paper in the House of Commons I will uh, march and if you want to slide into if you want to slide into mine or Russell's DMs that's absolutely fine we'll go with that of which I won't act on because I'm happily married and want to live (laughs) Um, but is 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 the proposal then I mean this would be a good place to sort of start finishing that is the ultimate is it I mean it doesn't become a more profound decision in your life in the will I or will I not marry this person and it's dominated by women. I mean, how can it just... Given that men, mostly, if you look at the statistics, are the ones that fuck up a relationship through cheating, aggression, or whatever it is, shouldn't men have a 50-50 yeah. <laughs> sway in the shall-I-marry-this-person market rather than being the ones who have to take the run-up to the question and find out what the decision is? It seems absurd. It seems like something well, from that's... the 16th century. Well, I suppose, Russell, they are still getting 50% of the decision because they're deciding to ask the person to marry them and spend the life with them, I suppose. But one thing I have always wondered, if someone says no to a proposal, is that the end of a relationship? Because how do you continue after that? Because you're basically saying you don't want to spend the rest of your life with me. I've always wondered that. Like, I don't know if I could be with that person if they said no. I have once told a guy that he's not Mr. Forever, but he is Mr. Right Now. Oh. And I think we do How need... long are we talking? Tw- 20 minutes? 
but I do think we like I think we could benefit with living like that more you know nowadays like let's enjoy right now why do we have to talk about forever all the fucking time like no one has it's, a clue um but isn't it a brilliant question that, uh, that Anton asked though because I think when men get that, well, no, but I want to be with you, it's de it's devastating for men. But women are quite used to living with men that, I want to be with you. Yeah, but I don't want to get married yet. I mean, that's the norm for most oh, women, certainly dating a guy in his 20s. Girls just sort of think, oh, he's not ready to marry me yet, Kelly, but yeah. he's probably going to be down the line. Whereas the other way around, if a guy yeah. proposed to a girl and said, I'm not ready to marry you, but down the line, the guy's thinking, I'm going to fuck that off, I'm going to get dumped. But then we're arguing the importance of marriage. Like, does it, like, how much does it really matter? Like, he's in your house with you, living yeah. with you right now. Does it matter all that much? Like, why do you want this, you know, the... It, 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 yeah, it's deep, but it argues the promise of forever. Like, why? If he's literally sat in front of you here right now, enjoy that, like, Mr. Right Now. Am I a bitch? I think I'm a bit of a bitch. It's, no, no, no. It's what you're, what you're saying is true, but statistically doesn't bear out. We do know that couples who get married do split up a lot less rate than, than unmarried couples, even with children. It's just a statistical no, fact. Yeah. Marriage rates in, in Europe, I think in the UK, are almost 50% yeah. divorces within seven years. It's 50%. It's high. With couples who have children, so if you take, if you try and tune out all the other things, and yeah, we take couples that have children yeah, that aren't married, saying, and couples you know. that have children who are married, the couples who want who are married tend to stay together. But you could argue that's a fucking bad thing because often they're toxically unhappy. So who knows? Anton, sorry, you were going to say something. I have completely lost my point. I was thinking about my no, sandwich. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind if I could just take two minutes more of your time, as we've got some interesting sure. milkshakes of of DNA amongst the three of us. Is um. Anton, I know you you identify from the Scottish Republic of Sturgeonstan, um, yes. but you do you do have Italian and Ukrainian in you as well. Are they within and, living memory? That, and Burmese as well, which is next to Thailand. Yeah. Is it from any nanas or granddads that you, that, ha that you've sort of been brought up by? Has it got any cultural influence on you at yeah. all? Yes. So yes. So my my um, grandfather he was Burm Burmese, mother grandfather was Ukrainian, and my gran was Italian. So are you asking if a culture comes into this, Russell? Sorry. Well, I'm a, well, I can just... All I'm going on is based... On, so my wife's um, her nan was Italian. And there's a definite yes. difference in the cultures. The more Mediterranean the cultures, the more likely a lady yeah. is to tell you what she's thinking. Just my experience. <laughs> in quite a loud voice sometimes as well. Yes. Is that your experience yeah. too? Do you think the Brit Britishness, both Scottishness and Englishness, has a sort of buttoned-upness to it? Yeah, I, I do think that... Um, the, the more um, sort of foreign culture are more straight to the straight to the point. Um, I, I mean, even just living in Dubai, I mean, I think that you realise that the culture is completely different over here. I mean, I think the men are allowed to have four wives. I mean, I thought one was hard enough. Like, one, one marriage was hard enough, but never mind four. But they're allowed to literally have four wives over here. So, and things like it's, like, illegal to be gay over here. Like, there's just so much different cultures that affect everything in life. But I do think mm. that, um, yeah, definitely with the, the cultural backgrounds that is why I'm the way I am. Um, so, Alayla, you are a Brazilian through and through. Um, so, you 
you've got to admit that coming from a uh, sort of more Latin uh, background, the women there are more likely to go, this is what we're doing, and be more decisive compared to a girl that grew up in Wiltshire, 35-year-old Chloe who grew up in Wiltshire with a vicar dad. So I was brought up in England. I was born here. My father's Irish, Scottish, but my mum is Brazilian, and she's very, very Brazilian. And Most of my family are all in Brazil, and I I kind of identify more with my Brazilian family than I do England. Um, Now, it's, Mm. it's an interesting one because there's a real juxtaposition in Brazil. You have the very machismo male, you know, the very machismo Latin male. We make the decisions, we're in charge. And, and Brazil's, you know, just over 500 years old. So a lot of the culture hasn't really changed and it's quite sexist and it's, you know, it's a little bit different there. Equally, you have some of the most strongest women I've ever known. Like, so the women are fiery. They speak up and they're powerful and they're strong women. Maybe because the men are strong, you kind of have to match that. But also we lived in a time where in Brazil, um, for a long time, there was seven women to every one man. So women had to be, you know, they had to peacock to get their Shit. man. They had to be. Yeah. When was that? <laughs> you, you What's missed, the figures like now? Yeah. Still more women to men. I oh think my god! Just yeah, if you see, there's seven women out there doing capoeira. What a shame. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, women had to sort of tailor differently and be strong and be bold. And you know, in Brazil, the idea of a woman coming up to a man and flirting with a man is far more common than the idea of that happening over here. Right. Mm. Interesting. Get to Rio. We're out. We're out of time. Uh, I've made the decision to end this episode of Manda Bagage. Thank you very much for joining me, the pair of you. Thank you so much, Anton, Danny Luke and Leila Anna Lee. Thank you for joining me to discuss decision and indecision. If you've come here as fans of either of today's guests, highly likely, please hang around, hit subscribe, make the decision to commit to more episodes. Even decide to leave a nice review, but not a horrible one. Be indecisive about that because be kind, remember. Anyway, I've been Russell Kane. Thank you very much for listening. My man baggage has been emptied into your ears. Goodbye! There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.